Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by a man who started out as a battle rapper, rose to the Missouri House of Representatives, and has become the topic of an MTV Academy Award-nominated documentary, St. Louis Superman. Bruce Franks Jr., welcome. Thank you for having me, Sean. Let's go beyond the mic. Your story is something I can't really just get to in 10 minutes. Overcoming childhood trauma, witnessing your nine-year-old brother's shooting death, political obstacles that you overcame. It's just too much. Looking back, how did you tackle such nearly overwhelming adversity? So initially, I didn't do well at tackling it. I didn't know what to do. It was a normal in our community to go through gun violence, to go through trauma to see horrible things, right? So up until a certain point, this was my normal. So it was just like being programmed like a like a robot, like a machine. In 2014, uh, August 9th to be exact, when Michael Brown was killed, that was kind of like the wake-up call. That was the, that was the smack in the face. You know, that was the gut punch that was like, all right, got to do something. And my son was turning one on the day that Michael Brown was killed. And when I took to the streets, I wasn't a protester. I wasn't an activist. You know, it's something drove me out there. From that point on, seeing the things that I saw going through what I went through and then realizing the things that I went through weren't normal. So it kind of pushed me into this organizing and community work and let's start doing this, let's start doing that. And the community came and said, hey, 2016 is coming. We need a whole new political wave. You know, they tapped me to, to kind of run for office against the system, the, the status quo, what's been there for so many years. And we fought hard, and it was an uphill battle, but we won. How did you get your nickname of Superman? Nickname Superman came from just a community. I did a lot of work. I mentored youth. Uh, tried to, was very instrumental in youth jobs in St. Louis and Missouri. While I was still rapping, while I was still taking care of my family, while still going through the funerals and the trauma. And so I think that just a combination of all those things, um, folks just started to call me Superman and I kind of ran with it and created a superhero training as my mentor in session that I really just kind of encompassed it. And it's been, you know, it's, it's a part of it now. Well, St. Louis Superman is inspirational, but is your fight finished? Oh, no. My fight's just getting started. My fight is, my fight has stages. It has places. It has levels. And I feel like it just keeps going up and I keep learning new ways to fight. I keep figuring out new ways to fight. My fight will never be over. Whether, you know, it's two years or 20 years before I leave this earth. I'll fight till I'll fight to my last breath. How has your community changed since you took the fight to the state house fighting for your community? It, it changed in the sense of knowing that that this is a different platform. So this is a different way to fight for that was a different way to fight for policy. That was a different way to fight for change, to fight to get that budget item that we need for a program. And, but it was the same in the sense of activism because while I was in the state house. I was still protesting. I was still organizing, helping organize protests. I was shutting down a highway. I was doing whatever it was to bring light to the black lives that were shown every day that 
there was no value, though, although all of our lives should have value. So I had to not only fight in the state house, but simultaneously fight in the streets. And I think that was the difference between me and, if not all, most elected officials is that ability to be on both sides of that fight. Well, you're encouraging minorities to become police officers. Do you believe this shift will change community policing? I think eventually it could change community policing, but I mean, that's a, it's a long road. And I knew that going into it, you, you have to, in order to change community policing, I think one of the things we need is to have a police department that directly reflects the community in which they police. And when we don't have that, we don't have people that come from our community or that look like our community that are represented. And so there's this implicit bias, that's this biasness that they've grown up with, that they've been taught, whether it's hate or racism or whatever it is. They've been taught that when they see us, that's what's portrayed. So it will be hard. We have to start getting folks to look at look at us like human beings, right? And and when you have a police force full of folks who don't, you know, it's, it's going to make that, that road a lot harder, but it's going to make that fight a little more detrimental. What's the face of community policing look like in St. Louis during the quarantine right now? It hasn't gotten uh, that much better. Talk about community policing. We have, we have some dynamic people in the police department. You know, I, I would never, you know, I would never go against that, but hasn't changed too much. I think what, I think what the face should look like is our ethical society of police, you know, combined with people like Lieutenant Kim Allen, um, who's amazing, uh, Heather Taylor and Todd Ross and, you know, all of these folks, Perry Johnson, who just, are in the community who, who recognize the challenges and barriers and who can communicate. Well, time's running out, so it's time for the Rocking Eight. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. No pressure. Okay. Sport you played growing up. Track. Favorite possession. My bowling ball. Person who mentored you as a state rep. Wow. My biggest mentor when I reached the state house had to be Senator Jamila Nasheed. Favorite thing to do on your day off? Favorite thing to do on my day off. It used to be bowling. Now it's playing Fortnite with my my kids and my nephews. Last person who gave you a smile? Uh, my mother. Thing that you were improving on during quarantine? My Fortnite skills with the kids. <laughs> First thing that you're going to do when <laughs> quarantine is over? Take my family out for the biggest outing uh, together. Last person you hugged? My son. Battle rapper, state representative, community activist. He's making a change in his corner of the world. Bruce Franks Jr., thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic. Beyond the Mic.